when we come to James chapter number 1, uh, and we begin to look at verse number 2, we find here uh, that we are right in the very heart of James' epistle. We find here that it is when James begins to deal uh, with a subject that is not uh, easy to deal with. And here in verse number 2, James says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. He said, Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. And then we find in verse number 4, James takes us step by step, verse by verse, on how you and I are to deal with these diverse temptations. And then in verse number 4, he says, But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. We hear, read, and see that James is dealing with the subjects on having patience uh, through tribulations. Jesus said, you shall have tribulations. He said, but be of good cheer. He said, I have overcome the world. And if you and I as a child of God put our trust in Him and rely on Him as our strength, we'll be able to overcome any temptation, any tribulation, any trial that may be thrown our way. We see here that in this chapter we find that the walk of the child of God is in no wise an easy walk. Uh, but however, it is uh, often a walk that is filled with many troubles and many trials and even many tests. For we read there in the book of Genesis that the Bible said God did tempt Abraham. I want to say that word tempt there, it means to test. And some of the heroes of faith that you and I read about in Hebrews chapter 11, they went through that test of their faith. And if you and I, you and I are ever going to get to that next, uh, that next spiritual level of worship, you and I are ever going to take our Christian faith to the next level, it'll be through one thing. It'll be enduring trials. It'll be enduring the test of mine and your faith. Uh, for troubles is often is often a part of the child of God's life. This ain't a health and wealth and prosperity gospel for even Jesus Himself went through uh, uh, some trials in His life and, and through some temptation in His life as well. And even you read of every man of God in the Word of God, they faced trials. Uh, they faced hard times in their life. But notice here we find that Job said in Job 5, verse number 7, he said, Yet man is born unto trouble as the sparks flyeth upward. And however, when one gets saved, many may say today that you're exempt from trouble. Well, friend, I want to tell you today, when you get saved by God's amazing grace, that does in no wise exempt you from trouble. But it even, my friend, opens me and you up to even more trouble. 
But you and I must realize this morning that these troubles are not to hurt us by no means, for they are to help us. For notice what James said in verse number 2. He said, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. James says, count it joy. So we must get from this text uh, uh, that this here is not temptations from Satan. This here is not temptations from sin. But this here is temptations that God allowed you and I to go through as a child of God and a church as well. And notice here what James says, count it all joy. Well, how can we count it joy when we're going through some valleys and trials in our life? Because if you and I endure it, we'll be stronger in our faith, we'll trust Him more, and at the end we'll be closer to Him spiritually than we've ever been before in our Christian walk. So I want to look at a few things this day, and I want to look at the subject and preach on the joys of our temptations, the joys of our temptations. And that don't even, that don't even uh, seem right this morning or see that uh, you and I can even get help from such a, a statement as this, the joys of our temptations. But let's look at what James has to say about these temptations. Well, first of all, notice verse number 2. We must look at the people going through the temptations. The people, James here makes it real plain uh, to the people that are going through uh, the temptation. Notice what he said in verse number 2. He says, my brethren... My brethren, uh, notice here, this here, this here is addressed. This here is addressed to the Christians. To the Christians does James address this message. James ain't addressing this message to the lost world or to sinners, but he's addressing it to his brethren. When you and I read my brethren, you and I must realize James did not speak this term in a natural sense. In a, in a natural sense. For James may have well been speaking to his own brethren by flesh. But I want to say more so James speaking to his brethren by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And more so is this term James uses. It's not a national sense, but it is more so a spiritual sense as James speaking here and as he gets to the heart of his epistle in verse number 2 he wastes no time and James says my brethren my brethren in Christ my brethren that has been bought with the same price that I've been bought with he said here's the message here's the thing etch it on your heart he said count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations Let's go to verse number 2 and look at uh, that word, uh, temptations. But first of all, before we read uh, uh, the word temptations, we read of that word joy in verse number 2. He said, count it all joy. Count it all joy. Well, that word joy there means cheerfulness. Or it means gladness. So in other words, James writes to his brethren... James writes to those that have been saved by God's grace, bought with the blood of Jesus Christ. He said, my brethren, count it all cheerfulness. 
He said, count it for gladness when you fall into diverse temptations. Notice here in verse number 2 that what gets our attention uh, that you and I, if we're not careful, we'll read over very quick and never get the very heart of verse number 2. To the brethren, to those that are saved, James did not write in verse number 2, my brethren, count it all joy, count it for cheerfulness, count it for gladness. Notice here, if you fall into temptations, James did not write that in this Bible. James did not write that. The Word of God does not say that. But James said this. He said, my brethren, count it all joy. Count it for cheerfulness. Count it for gladness. When? It's not a matter of if you and I go through trials and troubles in our life as a child of God, but it's just a simple fact of matter of when you and I are going to go through it and God figured out and God had a plan uh, that now is going to be the times you and I go through uh, these temptations, you and I go through these trials uh, and God's got it right uh, in plan. God, God, God wrote in His Word, not if you, not if you fall, He said, but when you do, you better write it down today. There'll be another day. There'll be another time when we fall into diverse temptations. I'd love to, I'd love to be able to preach this morning that our troubles are over. Our troubles are over. Our tests are over. But I want to tell you, friend, until God calls us home, you and I, as a child of God, the closer we get to God, the more we grow spiritually, the more we grow in our faith, the more the troubles will come. You say, preacher, I don't like the troubles. Then if you can get away from God and don't have troubles, there's a good chance you don't know Him. I want to tell you this morning, when you begin to grow closer to God, when a church begins to grow closer to God and, and, and spiritually grow, they will be troubles and trials. But James says, my brethren, count it all joy. When that time comes, when that time comes, notice what he says. He says, when you fall into diverse temptations. Now that word is not what you and I think it would be. For when we think about temptations, we think about falling into sin. We think about the devil tempting us or sin tempting us or peer pressure tempting us. That ain't what this word temptations means in this text. For that word temptation means a trials or a test. And James says, my brethren, count it for cheerfulness. Count it for gladness. Not if, but when you fall into diverse trials. Or when you fall into diverse tests. God will never tempt you as a child of God, but God will put us through the test. God will allow us to go through trials and troubles in our lives. I want us to look this morning in the book of Luke, chapter number 22. Hold your place there in James. But in Luke 22 and verse number 28, this is our Lord speaking. And the Bible says this, Jesus says to His disciples, You are they which have continued with Me in My temptations. And that word temptation is the same Greek word used In James chapter 1 and verse number 2, it means trials 
or test. Jesus said, you are, you are they. You are they which have continued with me in my trials or my temptations. Go with me this morning to Acts chapter number 20. Acts chapter uh, number 20. This morning the Bible tells us this here is Paul. In Acts chapter 20 verse number 19, Paul wrote, Serving the Lord with all humanity of mind. And notice what Paul wrote. And with many tears. Not just some tears. Hey, but many tears. I want to say these past few weeks, I've served him not just for some, but with many tears that God allow us to serve him. And Paul wrote here, and Paul wrote with many tears and temptations. That word Paul uses is the same Greek word that we read in James chapter 1 verse 2 and the same word Jesus used in Luke chapter number 22. Paul said, I've served him with many tears and I've served him with many trials and many tests. Did I serve him? Then we begin to read in 1 Peter chapter number uh, one, First Peter chapter number 1 and verse number 6, the Bible says, Peter writes, Wherein you greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, you're in heaviness through manifold. Peter uses the word in front of temptation, manifold temptations. And the word that James or, or Peter rather uses this word temptation is the same Greek meaning of the word that we find in James that Jesus used in Luke and Paul used in Acts chapter 20. Here it is manifold trials or manifold test. That word manifold, that word manifold there, it means a various Sorts. Peter said, Peter said, notice here, he said, wherein greatly rejoice though now for a season. Hey, hey, trials are just like sin. They're just for a season. And the Bible said that sin's just for a season. I want to tell you this morning as a child of God, trials are just for a season. They're not going to last a lifetime. It's just, a, it's just a certain path that God's got us going through. But here Peter said, if need be, you're in heaviness through manifold, through various sorts of trials and various sorts of temptations. Then when we look in James... Epistle, verse number 2, in front of the word temptation, he puts diverse temptations, which is many. Peter said you're going to go through manifold temptations. It's going to be, it's going to be trials and tests of various sorts will you go through as a child of God. And then James said diverse temptations. You're going to go through not just one, I wish it was just one, but not just one, but many various sorts of trials and various sorts of temptation. And notice who James writes to in verse number two, the people, the brethren, the child of God. We notice here in this text, the people going through the trials or the temptations. Then we notice number two, the purpose of going through these temptations. God just didn't let 
You and I go through some trials just because He wanted us to. Everything God does, everything God does, He has a purpose for it and He has a plan for it. God does not do nothing by accident. God does not just pull something out of His hat and does it, but everything that He does is for a purpose. And here we must see not only the people that's going through the trial, but the purpose of them going through this trial. What's the purpose? Well, go with me to verse number 3 this morning. James said, Knowing this, knowing this, that the trying of your faith. We see the people that's going through these diverse temptations, but now we see for what purpose? For the trying of your faith. Worketh patience. God sends troubles and trials. They're not without purpose. For the purpose of them is the trying of mine and your faith. That word trying there. That word trying there. It means a testing. You and I had to take several tests going through school. I hated every single one of them. I hated them with a passion. I wasn't good at taking tests. I could study for hours and still barely get by. I thought the day I graduated high school, I'd be done with tests until God called me to preach and called me by His grace. And then when I began to grow, I began to know there's going to be tests my whole life that you and I are going to have to go through. That is the test of our faith. And here that word, the trying of your faith, that word trying means the testing. The testing of your faith. That word testing, or that word trying, not only does it mean testing, but it means by implication, trustworthiness. So you think about this this morning. You think about this. The purpose for them, for those going through trials or temptations, there's a purpose for it. The purpose is the testing of their faith. And by implication, trustworthiness. In other words, the purpose of you and I going through these trials is because God trusted us to go through them. God trusted us to go through them. You may say this morning, preacher, why did Job go through so many things in life? You read Job chapter number one, you think, how's a man ever going to come out of something like that? Well, you know what? God trusted him to go through every trial he went through. Everything Job went through as a man of God, God trusted him to go through it. And I want you to know this morning, even though we may ask the question sometimes, why? Why, Lord, are we going through this valley? You may think, you may even ask the question, Lord, I'm trying to serve you, but man, why is the valley so deep? Next time you and I say that, because we're human, you just realize that God trusted you in that valley, or He would have never put you through it. Why did God allow us to experience such hard times? Well, He trusted us to go through it. It was a testing. It was a testing. And then He showed us because He trusts us to go through such trials and such trouble. 
Notice here, the trying of our faith is not to insult us. We're not going through troubles this morning because God's trying to insult us by no means, but God's trying to improve us. God's trying to improve us, improve our faith and our spiritual growth. And the Lord Jesus Christ, James said this in James chapter, Peter rather in Peter, First uh, Peter chapter one verse seven, that the trying of your faith or the test, being much more precious than that of gold that perisheth. James says the test of your faith is precious, more precious than gold. I want to say this this morning: you make and earn gold. You make and earn gold, but you will never earn faith. You got to experience it. You got to experience these trials and these troubles to have faith that is more precious than gold. That's more precious than gold. You'll never earn faith. You can earn all the gold you put your mind to or put the effort to. It'll help you at all. But I want to tell you, you've got to experience faith. Not no money in this world will buy faith but it has to be God allowing us to go through these trials. God allowing us and trusting us to go through temptations and troubles and storms for our faith to increase in Him. Then we find not only the the purpose, but the patience. I'm hurrying real quick. Verse number 4, but let patient have her perfect work. You know what that word patience means? It means endurance or continuance. In other words, in these trials and in these troubling days, you know how easy it probably would have been in the flesh to say, I'm done. I've failed. I'm done. And I want to tell you this, God's put us through these trials and these troubles and these temptations for us to continue in them. For us to, for us to endurance, not to quit. God don't call quitters this morning. If you're a soldier of the Lord Jesus Christ, He didn't call you to quit. He didn't call you to throw your hands up and say, I'm done. But He's allowed you to go through these trials and go through these troubles that you and I may endurance and continue in them. Because during the trials, the test of our faith, we are to allow patience to work in our lives. Verse number 4, notice what it says. But let patient have her perfect word, that ye may be perfect. That ye may be perfect. When you and I endure, when you and I endure, when you and I continue through these trials and through these valleys and we don't quit, the Bible says here that you may be perfect. That word perfect does not mean you got a halo on top of your head, but it simply means complete. That you may be complete. That your faith through these trials, through these storms, through the test of our faith, you and I will be complete spiritually in the Lord Jesus Christ. Romans chapter number 5 and verse number 3, Paul writes, And not only so, but we glory in temptations. Also knowing that the tri- that tribulations worketh patience. In other words, worketh. That's the same Greek word James uses. It worketh completeness. That tribulations is getting us more complete in the Lord 
Jesus Christ. Then lastly this morning in verse number 5 of James chapter 1, we find in verse number 2 the people going through the temptations. The purpose of going through the temptations. The patience of going through the temptations. But lastly, verse number 5, the prayer through the temptations. You and I will never be able to endure temptations without a prayer life. Notice what James said in verse number 5. If, you, if, if any of you lack wisdom. I want to tell you this morning, when you and I, we may, be, we may have wisdom in this world. You may have wisdom in your job or whatever it may be this, this morning. I want to tell you this morning, we don't have wisdom to go through trials. There's not a blueprint laid out for you and I to know which direction to take, which turn to take, what decisions to make through trials. So how are we going to get through them, preacher? We got to pray. We got to pray. What do we pray for? Wisdom. For without God's wisdom, these past three weeks, we'd have quit. Without God's wisdom, this past week, we'd have thrown our hands up and said, I'm done. Because when you and I go through these trials, it's not if, but it's when we do. It's when we do. Our wisdom becomes nothing. And we've got to take every step on His wisdom. Every step on His wisdom. That word wisdom, there's knowledge. And during troubles, we need knowledge from Jesus. James said this, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patient have her perfect word, that you may be perfect, complete, and entire, one and nothing. And if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and upbrighteth not, and it shall be given him.